Derek, you owe, whoever's phone is you owe me owes a beer. Owes a beer. Shut her down, Derek. Shut her down. Mr. Derek Vienha. He's better known as Deke. Not drinking liquor with DJ Deke, we out laughing. Yeah, Deke. Derek, uh, I'd just like to say I'm honored to be back for my fourth time on the D-Cast uh, for this great Christmas Day episode. Another year older, a new year just begun. Yeah, you had uh, your Christmas and then you had your, remember you had your Simpsons spoof? Sending our love down that well. With Krusty the Clown. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy anything um, else. Pagan ritual. Uh, happy Festivus. Yep. That's dumb. That's dumb. I don't know. I like, I like the Festivus. That's a real thing. That's a real thing that one of the writers... Was it one of the writers? Seinfeld. Seinfeld? But like one a, of, it came from a real story of one of the writers. It's time to air your grievances. Yeah. Speaking of airing your grievances, I got one. Okay. What is it? Dumb meme. Okay, say dumb meme. A dumb meme. Things that died in 2016. Pokemon Go. Didn't even die. Didn't even die. Oh, apparently, if something doesn't maintain a worldwide phenomenon Level popularity, then that, that constitutes dying. Well, uh, I got news for you. Anyone who shared that meme, um, you never wanted to be the very best in the first place. You're a casual little bitch. Um, you're a basic bitch, and you probably supported Hillary Clinton. Oh! 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 So keep letting memes think for you there. All right, that's just... Sorry. That's it. I just had to get that off my chest. I've been seeing this meme going around. It bugs me. Things that... What else died I, in 2016, they say? Um, well, I, I was reading oh, the... celebrities? I was, I was reading The Sun, and uh, top ten list. You know, you get a lot of top ten lists around this time of year, and it was like, top ten mobile game. And then... It, the the winner they gave it to uh, the new Pokemon handheld that just came out like Sun and Moon or something. Okay, um, not that familiar. But they started the paragraph off with a Pokemon Go diss. They're like coming off of the the worldwide phenomenon popularity of Pokemon Go this summer, and then in brackets, which ultimately became a disappointment. I, really? I, yeah, that fucking triggered me. Yeah, trigger warning. Trigger warning. I got. I was like. I was like, man. I'm sick and tired of hearing this fucking fake fucking narrative. Mm. It's a left-wing goddamn psyop. Left-wing psyop against Pokemon? Yes. The whole, the narrative that it died. Okay. Left-wing conspiracy. No, no. I, I'm being a little over the top there. But, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, a, it's a fake narrative. It's not true. Pokemon Go didn't die. And uh, they're about to release 100 new Pokemon. And I bet you you're all going to start playing again. So I don't think everyone's going to start playing again, though, Nick. Well, when they do, I'm going to be way stronger than them because I'm still, I'm still out here. I'm still yeah, out here. but that's why I'm not gonna play again because I'm just too weak. Yeah. I feel like I'm backlogged, and you're just gonna. You got all these. Uh, you got all these Laprises out here, and you got all these uh, different kind of level thirty guys. And I'm here with. I'm, I'm. You're talking about level thirty guys, and I'm here with my level twenty three. Well, you know, you just gotta. You just gotta stay at it. You no. Know? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. 
Uh, yeah, so you have your, uh... So, s- s- sorry. Yeah, sorry. Actually, no, Excuse no. me. No, I didn't have anything to say. I was just going to say right, Merry well, Christmas uh, to everybody, uh, first of all. This this podcast might be... It'll probably include the group Breaking podcast. news, George Michael has passed, passed away. away. Rest which, in peace. Uh, it was his last Christmas, as the, he said your, in that song. What's your favorite George Michael song? You got one? Last Christmas. I like Faith. Oh, that's obviously the better one. Yes, Faith. Um, Great song. What's that other one? I specifically the like the Limp Biscuit cover of Faith. So I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. Uh, yeah, you, I guess he's. What's his main. The song he's mainly known for is, would have to be. Uh, would it be. Uh, what's the. Baby, before you, you go, go, That was when he was, was in, uh, wham, wham, yeah, was in wham, 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 with exclamation mark. Yep. So sad news, sad news. Actually, very sad. Can sixteen? Can two thousand sixteen get any worse? I know, right, guys? <laughs> Insert sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, a lot of celebrities died. But you know, yep. uh, celebrities have to die because they're humans. Yep. And yeah, remember, we used to talk about this. We're gonna get older and. Arnold Schwarzenegger's Ar- gonna die. I was literally just gonna say Jackie Chan's Arnold- gonna die. I was literally just gonna say Arnold Schwarzenegger. I know you were. Yeah, but because we talked about it when we. Yeah, it's just and one it's of happening. those things. It's starting to happen. Michael Jackson, like that was a big one. That was a big one. And Prince, it was Prince was early. a big one. David like, Bowie, that was a big one, man. Yeah, these were it was big ones. You know, it wasn't just uh, ma, 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 sub sub nominal. Think anyone else is gonna die this year? It's not over yet. Mm. It's not over yet. What about Cheney? What about Bush? What about nah. Oprah? No. Nah, nah, nah. No, those guys oh, are going to live forever. Oprah would be big. Oprah would be big. But, but like, not it's a, not her time yet. I'm not and, trying to curse Oprah, by the way. And no, and she's got that uh, Illuminati money, so she's she's got she's so rich. She's huh? got a, a backup heart waiting for her when whenever she needs it. I, like, yeah, Dick Cheney. I think he's actually had like multiple hearts. Which Dick is Cheney crazy. is really rude. The whole Bush administration was really rude. They're like all really mean liars. Yep, George Bush. Well, you know, I almost get nostalgic thinking about it. You're, you're either with us or you're yep. with the terrorists. Yeah. Yeah, he was... Uh, Fat evildoers. Now watch this drive. He was a character, man. He was like a caricature of like, you know, a Texas, like, you know, a Texas... Guy, yeah. He had, a, he had a ranch, and he liked to go out and like tend to his ranch. Oh yeah, just Americani, you know, like his idol was Reagan. <coughs> yep, yep. Um, ironically, Oliver Stone points out that Gladiator was the uh, nom- the Oscar nominated film that year, two thousand two or no, that year in the year two thousand or whatever that was, and it was kind of like Oliver Stone points out a lot of movies that are concurrent with the different presidency. Mm-hmm. presidencies and how they relate oddly like you had the uh julius caesar with this sort of father-son relationship going on and that was kind of the I old empire george bush senior and all that. that movie in theaters at least four times <laughs> when i was young like i was like kind of like a it's like a bit of a movie snob yeah you're a freak you went to lord of the rings like nine times oh yeah i was a movie snob so i had like my top 10 list oh yeah and like it was all like I, if it was, I a, shall it, now list my top. Ten. It had to be like a Quentin Tarantino movie or all like, like artsy films. But yeah, very artsy. Terminator Two um, was on there once though. But yeah, I saw Gladiator in theater like four times, and like I love that movie. It's such a good movie. Um, really good. But one of else came out that year? What? Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Ooh! I saw that movie in theater 
more like five yeah. or six times and that's how that, like how did you that's a dubbed fucking movie who'd okay. you go with by yourself i'd your go dad, with, no i'd go with like taylor just and then, a like, bunch of people all sorts of people yeah whoever dad, wanted to go um i went with jenny I think you dragged me twice to one. Like, I saw Lord of the Rings with you twice, but I wouldn't go, like, a third time. It was yeah, too like, I, uh, I, like, prided myself on seeing features multiple times. It was, like, a, a badge of honor for me. But, uh, yeah, Crouching Tiger was nominated for Best Picture that year, too, and it lost to Gladiator, and I was very upset oh. about it. I was, I like both of those movies, and I was, I was, I was definitely rooting for Crouching Tiger. And, Why did uh, you get mad? Because Gladiator, because it was I wanted, too mainstream, I liked it. or what? No, it, it was wasn't. A good movie, right? I just I I liked Crouching Tiger, man. It was it was so cool. Like the people flew around and yeah. like fought and like. And then what they did all wires. It was all like crazy wire action and like no CGI. Like n- yeah, no CGI. Filmed in China. China. Uh, and you know what's cool? They're making a second one. And it's coming out like really soon. Oh really? Yeah. I thought there already that? was a second one. No. Nope. Just like I just thought George Michael was already dead. Hi. Sorry. Um, Mandela effect. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um, take it. Walk. Gonna walk right, back. Walk it back. A fake, fake narrative. Um, eh, fake man. You might, maybe not fake. I don't know. That's how I feel. Um, What's a fake narrative? Left wing psyop. Uh, f- fake news. Okay. The whole. Wait. Now fake news is fake. Fake news. Are we going to the next fake level? News. Oh okay. no. Okay. It's it's a fake narrative. It's stupid. It's stupid. The whole fact that we're having this talk about fake news mm-hmm. is dumb. Fake news is there's not always, really the place. Like, there's always the been right fake term. news. There's yeah, always yeah. been fucking like misleading, untruthful stories. Sure, that's true. Bat boy, uh, Weekly World News. Bat okay, boy, yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. Bat boy. Yeah. Okay, um, and if you're really dumb, mm-hmm. you'll fall for this shit, and you probably don't vote. So like, anyways, put voting stuff. But what about but, but, okay? But this is what I don't like. Okay. We're gonna start Google and Facebook are are gonna start controlling. Just the flow of information with algorithms, which I, I just, I, I really don't like it. And we're talking about Facebook, who has, like, a history of censoring, like, um, things. Like, for instance, Rand Paul, during the 2012 campaign, he was really popular on the internet. And Facebook fucking, like, they they, they admitted, like, him and other right-wing, like, kind of... Rand Paul's not even right-wing, he's, like, libertarian. But mm-hmm. libertarian, right-wing, they'll they'll, like stem the flow of news so that it just doesn't show up even though like proportionally like the amount it's being searched for it should be like bigger news like okay yeah so 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 we're gonna trust these companies who have like a political agenda and like to like control our news and like tell us what's real and like for for instance infowars is like you know alex jones he's kind of crazy but like i wouldn't fucking just write him off it's it's one perspective that yeah it's another perspective, you know. It's not the mainstream perspective, but yeah, I don't yeah. want some algorithm like blocking his site or like putting a little sign next to it saying this this website is not real. Like, or no, it's, it's bullshit. Fishy, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. I but, feel like it's a left wing uh, left wing side. I'm throwing around the term <laughs> left wing side. I, I I'm using it a little too literally. I find it. I find overused. it. I find it's it good funny. word. I like it as a good term. I find it funny. Um, it's kind of I'm. I can consi- I've said this before. I consider myself left wing. I'm a disgruntled, like self-hating, like, like lefty who's like s- turning into a conservative, like chunk by chunk, right, right. like literally just pieces of fall are falling off of my like, All right things I believe in. Um, was is it age, 
Or what is it? I don't know. They say it's, it's age. They say you get a little bit more conservative as you get older. I don't know. It's the times we're living in, too. It's uh, it's the it's an actual it's, political. It's the climate. war. It's the war of ideas. It's just <sighs> listening to like intelligent people like are like talk about issues, and I feel like the left generally. There's some smart people on the left, but generally, like your basic like liberal like mm-hmm. social justice warriors mm-hmm. and like environmentalists, mm-hmm. it's also like so like just heavy handed and like there's no room for like discussion or or questioning anything and like if you start to do that like dogmatic somebody will pull a fire alarm or scream no in your face really loud or like call you a bigot it's just i don't know i just i i for like i don't know the the left is not a friendly face a place for like free thinkers and kind of people who like kind of sit in the middle and like you know it's not it's it's not a friendly place and uh like for like just people who like freedom, like libertarians. I don't know, like libertarianism has been like a, as I got older, has been like more of an influence on the, like listening to people like uh, Ron Paul and Rand Paul, who I think are very logical on like all, pretty much every issue they talk about. Yeah. Um, but they're always marginalized. Yep. They're, they're, they're labeled. They'll bring up some pamphlet that Ron Paul, that somebody in Ron Paul's newspaper company sent out in the eighties <laughs> yeah. to like some like right wing group. Right. I don't know. I, I just, yeah. I'm, is libertarianism sitting on the fence or it's considered by some people that you're just sitting on the fence? Libertarianism is just like pretty much everybody has the right to do what they want. Yeah. As long as they're not hurting anybody or stealing anyone's property pretty much. And like, right. You, Getting the government you out of like, your personal business and that sort of thing. Yeah. And like, yeah, just smaller government kind of like personal I, freedoms is a big thing. And like don't get me right? wrong, there's a place for government like we need an army and, you yeah. know. And I think like healthcare is sweet, you know, like social security sure. Yeah. It's good. I I don't I'm not like an extremist, like I don't think there's no place for any like programs or like <coughs> helping of people but Yeah, I don't know, just the the battle of ideas like I uh uh, the, the right, the right, or in like not even not the right. I wouldn't. I don't want to say the right, but just yeah, yeah, sure, the right, the right side of the spectrum. I feel like they're they're just winning the argument right now. They're they're yeah. Well, and I feel like the left is just like going through some sort of existential crisis where like they're going to eventually pour gasoline all of themselves and just. They definitely are. I mean, if you, uh, I know we're always metaphorically combust. Yeah. I feel like we're often talking on this podcast, especially me and you, about the, the the states. I mean, Canada, everything we say about the states is somehow sort of, like, copied over onto Canada in this way. Like, it's kind of matching along, uh, you know, you go through the years, like, the uh, just the fact that... Oh, I'm uh, excited about the next Canadian election. And yeah. It's actually amazing that we are, like, 25% of the way there from, like, 2015 like right it's it still feels 2019 like it's so, it still feels like 2019 is gonna be here real quick yeah and true. guess what kevin fucking o'leary is gonna run for the leadership of the conservative and you know what if he runs against justin trudeau he will beat justin yeah, trudeau because be. people like me are already thinking about voting for him somebody who in 2008 voted for my first election i think it was 2008 i voted for the liberals for Stephen dion um, and then Stephane. I've Stefan Dion, yeah, and then I, and then after that, I've been like a 
dedicated NDP supporter, joined the party, donated money to the party, voted voted in the leadership campaign. Uh, Mulcair was my two guy. I was a I was a Nathan Cullen guy. That's who I wanted to run for, be the leader of the NDP. Didn't happen. Um, it, so much. So who cares? He could win the leadership of the NDP if he wanted to run. He said he doesn't want to run anymore. He's, still, he's got a bald head, shiny he's, bald He's head. the bald head, crazy-eyed guy. Right. Very crazy eyes. Now, I, I was okay. actually, I was actually, when I was thinking about it, and it this is like, like 2011 was when the, the ND, last NDP leadership election was that I voted in, and uh, I, I went for Nathan Cullen because I liked his policies the best out of everyone. But the, the, I was worried about the crazy eyes. I was like, this guy's going to get taken down for his crazy eyes. The bald head... No, are they googly I, or I just feel, crazy? Are they, are they regular like, slits? <laughs> they're like googly. They they're like googly. They big, pop big popping out and round. Okay. He can see... I mean, he could see more. <laughs> Think about but uh, he was authentic and he talked like a, a smart but regular person. You know? um, yeah, but he doesn't want to run anymore, which is a shame. I think he would do well. Hmm. And, so uh, you think Kevin O'Leary is going to run and maybe yes. win it? And projections, projections. Yes. You vote for him. What is May, he a smart I guy? Need to, I need to wait and see what his positions are on militarism yeah. and drug policy. Yeah. People think he's going to be a good combo with Trump. Yeah. Like, oh, for sure. O'Leary and Trump. It'll be just like Canada and U.S. Just kind of like it'll be like the biggest bromance ever. Make North America great. It again. would have been like if if Trudeau would have got to be elected like right when Obama got elected. Right. So those two guys were like the team, the two young guys. It'll be like the right wing version of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I yeah, I gotta I gotta wait and see what he's what he says on like marijuana and. But you know what? He's a money guy, and if you just show him the money, right? And but marijuana. Are you, that, that's all the fucking money in the world. Yeah, is in the potential marijuana industry. And I don't think what's I, he said in the past. I about feel that? like is he anti? If he's a true not? businessman, he'll be pragmatic enough and like to like not be ideological on like something hmm. like drug policy. I don't know. One can hope. Maybe maybe the right will kind of in Canada will kind of <sighs> drop some of the social uh, like the. The Ooster, what's that Dutch guy? Oosterhof. Oosterhof. Some of the, like the social conservative policies and kind of yeah, fiscal, fiscal responsibility mixed with like kind of sure. like. But that's libertarianism again, right? Libertarianism. Yeah. Fiscal, fiscally conservative fiscally is a good thing. Socially conservative yeah, like, is, is is backwards. It's not progressive in this day and age. If you can be, you can be ideologically socially conservative you can be but it's not really helping in the modern day age and age it's it's a remnant of and you can be socially thinking. progressive and fiscally conservative at the same time yeah, which is supposed to be the idea of a, of a libertarian or, or at least the libertarian party it's today fucking the idea of the ndp right. tommy motherfucking douglas yeah. had a balanced budget for like he's the healthcare guy 20s. right no tommy douglas was the like uh, the, the budget he, he was guy. the founder no he, I'm, I'm going back a bit okay, back. he was the founder of the ndp okay uh, former leader of the ccf which was a socialist party coming out of the prairies in canada right and yeah he was known for his balanced budget for like literally like 26 years in a row like bang boom bang and he boom. had shit where like he had like a like everybody got a, like some a little bit of money from the government like he he was experimenting with like mandate like uh Mandatory minimum in, uh, income, which that they're yeah. kind of a lot of people are talking about. Now. See, life is like roller. If you're a political figure, you gotta think of life and your job like roller coaster. Yeah, but honestly, Kevin O'Leary, we'll see, we'll see, and uh, don't fucking. Uh, you're gonna see, 
He's he's the Trump of Canada. Oh, which don't I, like this guy. He's which I don't like. I don't like the automatic comparison to Trump. Be, just even though I get it, I get it. it you get it because we just explained that it yeah. would be like a good team. So yeah. there's a there's some sort of truth. But to... they're gonna call him a racist, just like they called Trump. A you racist. think they will? Is he, they will. Is he like I'm that? I'm sure they're gonna call him. But a does race... he say dumb things like Trump? I don't think he says as many. A week gaffes. ago, he said he he got no. in trouble because he said uh, he said he doesn't think soldiers. Our heroes. <laughs> okay. Which is? Are you kidding me? This I I don't I actually never heard the interview, but that was that was like the headline. Like he's in trouble, like because he said uh, he again. Said, well, like, like context. I need to know. Yeah, like, I need what, I need more context. Yeah. Maybe which I mean a, a soldier. A soldiers. Technically, a, hero. a soldier is a tool of the state, right? It's right. the it's the it's the hammer of the dominion, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. If you want to get strictly utilitarian about this shit. They're just numbers. To to a guy like Bush Jr., those He's soldiers are just numbers. Yeah, um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I don't know. I'm excited. We'll see what the next. Yeah, 2016. Years. Bad year for musicians. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. See, I want to see what the future happens. You know, a lot of people think the um, world is a bad place, Nick. They, they think yeah, it's uh, the worst place ever. We haven't we haven't talked about Syria. We haven't talked about Syria. Assad uh, Aleppo has fallen. Excuse me, Aleppo has been liberated. Excuse me. So does that? What does that mean? That it means Bashar... that the rebels who we've been giving guns to, uh, by rebels, oh, they I'm, took over. Finally. The rebels, I mean, by by the rebels, I mean Al Qaeda, who we've been giving guns to and money to. Um, yeah, the government has defeated them. So I d- apparently that's a bad thing. I'm sorry. The gov- Bashar has defeated them. Well, in Aleppo. In Aleppo. And it's it's all like it's going one way. Russia with the Russian airstrikes and. So the so Russia's airstrikes have prevailed in the sense that they've protected Bashar in Aleppo to yeah. maintain his Yeah, and now that we got there. Trump coming in who's going to What's align he gonna he's going to align policy like he's pretty much going Russia. Yeah, Russia and and America are going to pretty much align their policy on Syria and the Middle East. And okay, this is what I feel like is happening. This is weird. And this actually, is the weird end of the Cold War. And actually oh no. You don't even know. It's I'm actually a it's a little, new world order. I'm seeing good signs. I'm seeing the good signs. Like, okay, we're not we're stop we're not antagonizing Russia. But I'm also seeing very bad signs. And okay, I'm good because I think you've been you say your bad signs, Nick. Because I think you, Nick Carr's been going on a wild right wing bender oh, yeah. lately. <laughs> <laughs> yes, admittedly so. Um, okay, bad signs. Uh, not antagonizing Russia, but at the same time, like amping up antagonizing rhetoric towards China. Um, oh yeah. We got the Taiwan the Taiwanese issue situation. Yeah, explain that because I know a little bit about it. So when? Oh, sorry about the chair. Okay, it's the one China policy. Okay, um, Taiwan considers itself China, but it's an island. It's an island. Okay, and it's so a different ethnic city? history lesson. Yeah, go. Cool. World War Two, um, before World War Two, actually, you had the nationalists and the communists. The nationalists. Uh, and then they were fighting each other. Okay, that's, they were talking Mao and and uh, whoever the his guy. His name was like Sun. That's something. the dynasty. Like whatever the dynasty. Yeah, he was, was kind of like the last the the like the last remnants of like one of the dynasties that was kind of modernizing, um, going forward. The and dynasty. So they were fighting with Mao, and yeah. then Japan jumped in, and then their conflict got put on the back burner. The World War Two happened, and then after that, China. They've finished their civil war, and the communists won, and right. the nationalists fled to Taiwan. 
Oh, the whole party went to Taiwan. The yeah, the whole leadership structure and party. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I had heard that before, but yeah, I forgot so, about that. That's nuts. China, mainland China, considers yeah. Taiwan a rebel province. Right, but they consider themselves Chinese. Yes, and but the law structure is different. It's yeah. a different country. It's a different country. Okay, and then so the one China policy. China's when China. Okay, so China, communist, communist China. Yeah. Communist Republic of China becomes a republic in 1949. Okay. It's not even a hundred year old. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the modern day China, what we know as China. Not, what we know as China is not, it's not even a hundred. It's 1949 yeah. is when it became a country. Yeah. So, and for a long time, for like, I, I, I don't, not sure the exact date. Uh, America didn't have diplomatic relations with China until Nixon opened, opened stuff up. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I think Nixon went to China. I don't know if he opened up diplomatic relations. Jimmy Carter might have did that. Anyways, whoever did it, there was a uh, the Chinese were like, "We're not. You can't have diplomatic relations with us, and if you have diplomatic relations with Taiwan, it's one or the other. You have to pick one." Ah, okay. So they went. They have. They went with China, and they had diplomatic relations with China. But they here's the rules basically. American presidents are not supposed to talk to Amer- to Taiwanese presidents. You're just not supposed to talk. But America can sell things to Taiwan, right. including weapons. Which is right. and yeah, that's basically it. Okay. So and America has been doing that. America's been selling like advanced missile technology to Taiwan and like fortifying the island and they've America's basically stated all along that if China tries to uh make a move on the island, they will America will uh Back, back Taiwan up so there's with a nuclear so, umbrella. So they sort of subversed uh, Mao's uh, uh, reasoning that they had to choose one or the other by just sort of giving good stuff to the island yeah. and making them like them and sort of a diplomatic yeah. thing. Like, we're giving you all this shit or selling you all this shit. But then China, because of the agreement, like, they, there's our diplomatic like, there's. thing. If you want... Everybody, actually. You, everybody. Should, uh, you should Google something called uh, the... The cent the century of hum- of humiliation. Um, it was like a hundred year period where China was like China went from being like for such a, it's like a five thousand year old country and for like four thousand of those years they were pretty much number one and then right. literally like before they even knew it foreign powers just totally like swept in because like they had better technology like Europe came over with like uh, Britain came over with like you know better guns armored fucking ships steamships and shit like china had bows and arrows and they were fighting people with like right. armored ships with cannons and like the dutch had the navy for i mean a china while had gunpowder but it was yeah. like rudimentary shit compared to like yeah you they know, weren't a, they britain didn't... comes over with a fucking gatling gun right against your like bow guys on technology horses. man upgrades like a gatling gun against a horse it's, it's <laughs> like just, so yeah. uh yeah okay so trump He's antagonist. Basically, he's, he's Trump. He, he's Trump. Yeah, and actually, Russia has a long history of of hating, of uh, like not getting along with China, which is a whole other story that I'm I I don't, I don't have to. Do. But, yeah, yeah, and I don't know too much about it to be honest. Um, but uh, yeah, so he's antagonizing China, and which I feel like it's just not good. And I and he's being very like the, the big story right now is there was just a UN uh, proposal where they condemned uh, Israeli settlements. Right. I mean, yeah, I I get it. I mean, it, it is occupied land in the West Bank. In the where? West Bank. Oh, okay. And uh, Trump so, is Trump is basically being very pro Israel, and 
very kind of hawkish towards Iran. So it's almost like he's really flicking his. I got to take it back to PNAC, the project for a new North, a new American century. Okay, PNAC. which is awfully brought up by by like truthers. And Who shit. started PNAC? Um, it was like Dick Cheney, a bunch of fucking Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. Man. I'm just gonna drop Dick Cheney. I don't know. It was, and then a bunch of other conservatives, right? In like the year 2000, neocons, neocons. The neocon century. Um, oh, that's what their century is supposed to be called. Yeah, and it's often brought the up new by American truthers. century, right? Yeah, project for, the project for, for a, a new American century, a new American century. Yeah, and they talk about we need a Pearl Harbor leg event, 9/11, um, to yeah. justify basically, and then. Yeah, so it's basically... But they did get then, that event. They got it. And the conspiracy is a seri- countries like a series of dominoes are going to be invaded, starting with Afghanistan, Iraq... Syria. Syria. Lebanon. Just, we're going to support uprisings in the falling government, and it's all going to lead to Iran. Iran. Yeah. Which, Iran's the final for one. The, for the conspiracy theorists, which I, I haven't actually heard, heard Alex Jones talk about this angle yet, because I feel like he should be, because Step this, it up, this Alex. is definitely an angle that... I, I, you should see forming, because right, he's been pushing that line like for a while. Okay. Um, which is interesting. So what's the goal? He's what's, very, he's very pro Trump. What's the move? A, a war with Iran, which would be disastrous. A straight up war, like straight up, like just direct. Yeah. W- to take down their so leadership, like Iraq, which is the, what's oh, their yeah. leadership called? The the Ayatollah Khomeini. It's it's a yeah, and the, the Shah the- was the old yeah, regime, a, right? The Shah the got Shah, banished, got exiled. The Shah was the dictator that we supported before the Iranian revolution. And their revolution was an organic re- people's revolution, right? They com- well, Ayatollah pretty, Ayatollah took over and uh, banned the yeah, guy. Yeah, and it was... Kicked the Shah out. Yeah, they kicked the Shah out because... Get the know. fuck out of here! So the, 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 they're fanatic religious people, though. But, See, the, American, but the, American meddling leading to un, unforeseen consequences. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which we shouldn't but that's be weird, involved. that's that's so. So they're gonna go to war so with them like, just for what? What they're gonna make up a fake event with them? Like they and, they gas their people. Or one of the main reasons I thought Trump was a much better than candidate than Hillary Clinton, and I actually still feel like Trump is the way to go. I mean, the econ. I I'm not gonna get into the economy too much, but the economy, the stock market has been fucking crazy since Trump, like going up, like every every day. Um, still surging, but it's if you listen to like people like Peter Schiff, it's all a bubble. And if if Trump gets in and he does some of his he gets to pass some of his policy, and the market tanks, he won't be able to blame it on Obama and their fucking. Because when Obama was coming in, right, he was the the economy had already tanked at the very tail end of the George Bush term, and Obama was coming in, so he could yeah, blame Bush. Yeah, the the the, the, banker, the banksters that, already got their way. Trump won't get that luxury, especially from the current in the per, current political environment, to uh, blame Obama for if 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 yeah. like especially if. He uh, leads this huge, like, bubble that we might be on right now. And, and the bubble's like, just it gets inflates and it bursts and then it's a, another another recession? Yeah, let, let's say the market goes down. Like, you, if it goes down at least 10%, you're going to see, like, like some sort of crazy... He's going to get blamed, basically. Who, Obama? No, or I think Trump. Trump, Trump oh, I see what you mean. Which, I mean, a bubble should pop, right? I mean, it's... it's yeah. It, and then if you're the smart people buy shit when it pops and then like literally like a year or two or I don't know at most five you've probably doubled all your money that so you wait explain, okay, explain to me what is a bubble that like what is an economic okay. bubble that bursts well, like the housing market this well, is, let, a okay, bubble so here, how does it what, is, what makes it, it burst um, the dot com bubble the tech right, bubble I always hear about of, the dot com bubble of the 2000s which yeah. is basically 
you had companies like Yahoo and shit that were doing really well. Oh, okay, yeah. And they went public and they they're still around today and you know they did some but you had like so many just dot com websites that people thought were going to be like this big thing and basically every dot com website had had like some stock was like behind it that people would invest with yeah. and then people eventually realized that this is all just it's not, fake it's all fucking it's, it's just has, numbers it has absolutely no value and the ad revenue is not coming it's never going uh, to come they just thought it was going to be good they just thought it was going to be some sort of like money from nothing like ad, so what, ad revenue so did that generated. bubble burst that bubble burst and what happens when a bubble bursts? Then, do people lose money and then the fed the fed well Janet Yellen today that's, that's good, that's Dave. Good, that's eh? pretty good. Uh, Peter Schiff. Peter, Sh- Peter, Peter Schiff. Shout show. out Peter Schiff. If anyone wants a good podcast to download, check out Peter Schiff. Peter Schiff. You might like it. Really informed guy. Really upset. Um, Still does podcasts when he has colds. So, that yeah, that say. popped. And Do people lose money when it pops? Is that like how I – I'm not – I don't yeah. wrap my head around the economy very well. well sometimes. if you own a stock <laughs> – and it goes down 50%. You lose 50% of your money. So it went down. Why? But when would they realize that all of the dot-coms were not worth – like how did it go just fall? Well, what makes s- it burst? Some stocks became like literally bankrupt. Like they they just were valueless and they went from like $100 to like $1 or like a penny, which you've lost all your money. Like if somebody who's put so, like a million okay. dollars – So the, it's just like a dip. $0. It's just a huge dip and that's considered a bubble when it just – yeah, basically that, drops. Yeah, it's, you know, bubble, that's the bubble burst. Bubble is like hysteria. Basically, everybody's getting greedy. So, what's and the bubble today? The housing market. The housing market, which was brought on out of the 2008 financial crisis. Um, the banksters. Then so the bailout. That's why the Fed dropped interest rates. The Fed. The Fed dropped interest rates to get Americans borrowing money again to ah. buy things like cars and houses, which would be a. Uh, a, a so boon, they created the bubble, which is a boon for the economy. Yeah, they created a new bubble to, on purpose. Yeah, because when a bubble pops, you need a new bubble. You got to just keep making a new bubble. And, but now, but now interest rates are at like zero point two five percent. So what do you do? Do you go to do you go to negative interest rates? So which some countries actually have an experience. So that doesn't go well, though, does it? What well, does it's, it do? It's it's good for people that want to borrow money because you'll borrow like $100,000 and in and 10 years money you'll lo- you'll wait. owe less than you borrowed originally. Right. To the, yeah. Right. You'll, you're you're basically your principal the principal right. amount that you're paying off will shrink okay. instead of like being charged interest. Okay. But it's bad for people that are that save money. And right, because like, they're saving because their savings will literally like just deplete deteriorate oh, like okay. year by year. Right, right, right. Okay. For things like, you know, safe investments like bonds and like government yeah, yeah. bonds and shit like that. Government bonds. You got to buy government bonds. So what's now? The no, Fed right now is buying government bonds? Or, oh, sorry, I meant treasury notes. Or what's it called? Well, I what's think the thing called that they... the government uh, sells government Treasury bonds. bonds. That's what I meant. It's, the government sells that shit to like people with like... You, you buy that shit if you want to put money away and have kind of a guarantee that in 30 years it's not going to... It's going to be at least the same. Yeah, it might not go it's up. It's the safest investment. Yeah, it might right? not but go it's up. Not the but most in return. Yeah, it's it just, might but not. That's a way why government makes their debt. So if you they if, sell if you're some bonds. dude with like billions of dollars, right, or some not some dude, dude, some corporation or a company with billions of dollars, you might put a sizable chunk of your money yeah. in that because you have so much money that you, you just don't want to lose it. Right, 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 right. So that's your hedge. Yeah. Against okay, that makes sense. 
So wait, what was the point? How we, like, I derailed Trump, us to explain. Because uh, we're in a bubble right now, and Trump could get blamed for that, which uh, would be not good for his like popularity. If he fa- if he's failed, can he save the bubble somehow? Can he? This is what I mean. I don't think I don't see these people as whiz kids. Like do I you never want see... to save the bubble. Is that the I don't smart know? Thing to I do? don't know what see, you're supposed to do. I don't know, but well, I just mean what's the the what's... political thing to do? Like the political good thing to do is to. You don't. You want to keep the. Bu- you don't want a bubble to pop, right? You just want to hope that your bubble's keep not a going. bubble. You want you fuse into the, the bubble, and the society continues through the bubble, yeah. like uh, Donnie Darko, and the bubbles go through to, to like like Ronald Reagan when he came in in the eighties. The stock market was bad, and when he left, it was way better. And he is known as like an iconic great president now, and it's... especially by those right wing people. Yeah, but you know, and and there there's a chance Trump could. Pull a Reagan and just be so like charismatic that people are willing to like look past. I think we've already seen that people are willing to look past things for for this outsider like once in a lifetime kind of thing. Sorry, look past what his freak behavior. Yeah, his like racism everything, and stuff. Every, yeah, everything we've seen. Yeah, all his dumb. He's made. He he was so entertaining, dude. It was so dumb. He said the dumbest things. Like free, he's such a freak. Yeah, but, but he he connects with people on some weird like. Well, yeah, Basically. and there, there's so many people who, who who also dislike Hillary, or at least as much, and the racism and different things didn't matter to them as much yeah. as to get him in there to shake things up, as they say, yeah. or or the political rec- correct angle. They didn't like that shit. There's there's whatever camp you fall into, you have a different angle on it. But you, the votes came out yeah. that way. Well, originally what I was talking about was the bad signs I'm seeing for, and, and yeah, yeah, I kind of got lost in the, the economy. Okay, I actually I I'm not too concerned about the economy under Trump. I feel like. I'm not too okay. I'm just not worried about it. It's fine. I feel like if the bubble pops, oh, who, oh, who cares? Just buy buy more. Who cares? Just put buy more stocks if the bubble pops. Okay, you just right goes low and then you just buy up more yeah, stocks. That's the fucking thing, and just buy and hold, never right. sell, and then you'll just. Keep... But don't they say that if a, a bubble bursts, it's going to be as worse? It's going to be worse than the 2008 crash. Isn't that what Peter Schiff yeah. says? He says like well, if it, when it he, doesn't he say it's going to happen and when it does, it's going to be worse. Is he like doom yeah. and gloomy like that? Yeah, yeah. So what the fuck? We're in for some shit. Like people better be like, yeah. You might see stacking their cheddar. You're gonna and see. Pe- it you're gonna see like people who are like ready to retire next year lose fifty percent of their fucking savings. Oh shit! Right. In like the course of a few days. That's what happened to Russia, right? Like it, they, well, they it happened to America in 2008. There was literally right, people right. who were going to retire and like had like their yeah. whole like they saved up like you know. I guess the old term was you. You need a million dollars to. I, you probably need more than a million dollars to retire nowadays. But you know, there are people who like had a million dollars and they're all they had all these plans and they. Right. And then next Fuck. day, and then a, a day later, they had five hundred thousand. Like you gotta. You That's gotta just make, because the, all their shit. You gotta tanked. make some adjustments. Everything tanked. Yeah, and you gotta make some adjustments. So I mean. Right. So if you're in that position, if you're about to retire and the market tanks, it's terrible timing for you. And uh, but like if you're in the long term, if you still got some time in the market, it's like greatest opportunity to like okay so for up. people for retirees and stuff and people who are yeah, you who don't want pensions the market, going and you don't stuff, want the market to tank which is you like, don't want the market to tank yeah. no of course so for yeah. younger people like us it's yeah, not I'm as not, bad of a de- right yes yeah, so like, I'm, I'm not really worried about it. it's the war it's it's the china stuff it's the iran stuff um but anything else i mean at the same time he 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 said his military main focus is in the military military is uh, cutting waste, which I think is a great thing. Uh, that that is good because just like, but um, he's all oh, he's also getting hit on. He's uh, he wants to build more nuclear weapons, 
and he, he was quoted as saying, uh, so what if it's an arm race? Right. Let, let it be an right. arm race. A lot of people are upset about that. I, I, They're upset about it. And I might nukes, have been upset about it at one point, but what there you, is something called, there is the idea of peace through strength, right? Yeah. So like, and Russia can't compete with us in, uh-huh. in the, and, and America is the number one, econ- I, I just said us, uh, America is the number we one economy, us. right? So, you know what? I, I, they should have the number, I, I'm okay with them having the number one military. Well, that's the idea of the, they're the world police and why mm-hmm. question what they do. That's but a see, crazy kind of view. I don't, I don't view, care but... if America has the biggest stick. It's just, they need to use it, you know? But yeah. really good. They just gotta, you know, yeah, use it smartly. But that's why they. But you look at the history of them invading all these countries: Panama, uh, Somalia, Black Hawk Down. You had the fucking like. There's yeah. just they're we're in, we're they're involved yeah, in so, so many mean, different maybe, invasions. Maybe this is the Illuminati fucking the the New World Order fucking plan, right? Trump gets in there, and it's it's the. We got a left. We got a left wing guy. We got a right wing guy. We got a left wing guy, and we keep the people fighting each other. And nobody, you know, in, in the long term, the the governments, all the chips fall where they fall, and the plan continues unabided. You know, it, it could be. And it, what's the plan? The Iran plan? And the I'm, new I'm, century? I, and again, excuse me. I just throw. Excuse me. The new I, American century. I, throw, me. I I just threw around like Illuminati and New World Order pretty liberally there. I I don't totally conscribe to that, but I don't totally rule it off that there could be some sort of like, <laughs> some sort of like you know, plan. Some sort of like. Well, there is a plan, there right? There's a plan. And There's a plan. There's people have people, a plan. Powerful, powerful people have a plan. Powerful people do meet up, and Bilderberg does happen, and, you know, they talk about it. Yeah, Bilderberg's stuff, not made up. People have, like, you know, ideas, and, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but why wouldn't you have a plan? If there's a group of people that have it's, a large it's, interest it's, in power, why just, wouldn't you have a plan? You don't want the plan to be, like, some, like, nefarious, like, depopulation of the earth. That's where, the question. Is it nefarious? You kill off billions of people so that the elite can literally have like some robotic playground world where they fly around in like flying cars and robots like pedophilia robots do all the labor and they don't have to do any work and they they just like have a life of pleasure an ultimate like you know just kind of like crazy roman orgy lifestyle (laughs) (laughs) that could could be the plan why is it always that though why do they always have to and then they make and then they leave and then they go to outer space and they have some like sick outer space Roman orgy. Why would they leave? <laughs> why would they leave? Because why would they stay on this rock? That's but they need get us to be the they juice. To, they have they... to leave, and they're smart enough to know that they have to diversify. We've talked about this. You got to get off this planet because a meteorite's going to fucking come fly, come flying, and fuck everything up. So obviously, you got to you got to expand. So I'm sorry. Why don't people think that's going to happen? I don't even understand why people argue with that point. That we say we got to get off the Earth. I think that's a great point. I think. Oh, it's you have, it's you the have destiny, to evidently it's the ultimate destiny of humanity as like a species from a strictly utilitarian standpoint. Face of mankind, like from a strictly like that's what we have to do. Like we're Joe Rogan once said, the human humans are like a virus spreading across the face of the earth. <laughs> it's true. We and look like it from Google Maps. We gotta, Google Earth. If we just stay on this piece of toast, man, so we're just gonna throw yeah, this gonna, toast. Yeah, it's gonna get moldy and gross. Throw it's gonna throw it out. You can't eat that toast. It's gross. Look at this mushy and gross. Yep. Well, I don't know. I think we do have to leave the planet. Maybe eventually, if if we have to eventually, which you would assume it's going to run out, unless we have some sort of like energy revolution and some sort of like space 
management res- revolution and some sort of there has yeah, some sort I of mean, actual breaking point where all this like cold war let's say a cold war ends and then like some sort of like you every country ends up joining the things UN that will change weird, world, new world order what we need serious like efficient desalination technology because we have so much fucking water don't that we have it we do but it's expensive well, let's make it cheaper. Yeah, get make it cheaper. There'll, there'll which, be a breakthrough that'll which, make it cheaper. Obviously, because that's the law of technology, right? Things yeah. get better over time, and eventually, you're gonna have fucking just be able to get fresh water from the ocean, and it won't. That'll work. solve diseases. You got all those yeah, waterborne then, diseases gone. We need some big, fucking worldwide projects. Like we need to build like bridges, like amongst bridges, every country. Bridges, like, like a, a trains that you could literally take from like let's say the UK to Nova Scotia. But I'm talking going like through Russia, over Alaska, like into North America, and like all literally all over the world could be connected by via rail. Yeah. Um, we need like massive like like water projects where we create like you know fresh water for everybody. Yeah. Like it can be done if fucking humanity just kind of like. Well, to, I think can and will and which probably is like, eventually. But how soon? I feel like Are that's we gonna do it? that's where my like. Where, like, my left-wing kind of origins come from is this kind of utopian, like... Right, I, right, right. ...vision of, like, humanity. We're like, we're all humans. We're yeah, all fucking we've humans. We've got to be able to work together. How? Why is there so much killing? We are, we're all humans, and we... Should, People can't eat, that's if why. If we just thought about our problems and solved them... Oh, I got an idea, Nick. Let's wipe out all of the population until 100,000 people, and then it'll be easier to start a utopia. Yeah, you're right, Derek. That's why we need to bring in the One World Government, New World Order, and... Uh, Illuminati. Subscribe today. Illuminati.com. We're here to help. Yep. Um, See, yeah. that's what people get crazy. We want a utopia, and then we got all the great ideas of desalination and everything, and then we're like, wait a minute. We don't need to save everybody. We just need to kill See, them I'm, all. It's just, it's <laughs> just one bad. constant, like, battle in my mind of, like, politics right now between, like, this utopian idea and... Well, and then, look at the political climate. But, like, is, can you ever trust a big government? Like, if government gets so big, then it's... It, it becomes Orwellian. It could becomes like double speak nineteen eighty four and and like like fake news. I feel like this fake news. It's right out of nineteen eighty four and like is does it audit like is is that the destination? If if like can there be a good totalitarian like a totalitarianism? I guess can there be. I don't know. I have to finish nineteen eighty four. I just started it, so I have to figure out how it ends. And would a new world order have to be totalitarian? Uh, I don't know. I mean, these are all... I don't know. Isn't, all a, very, isn't a one-world These are all government... very big questions, right? Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. What's the perfect form of government? That's why the Cold War is going on for so long. It's like trying to decide like which or, way we should govern. Or do, or do like individual kind of civilizations just leave on their own planet. this country? Yeah, like, what, they get their like own if China planet. leaves in one direction. Like space is infinite, right? Space is so big, right? That so they if, say. If... If the Chinese civilization, if we don't kill each other, if they we leave, will one day if they leave to the, the country, if they leave the planet and we leave the planet, yep. eventually, like are down the line, you're never gonna fucking see another Chinese person again because they're gonna be going off. Why would you never? I love Chinese people because Why they're gonna be. Wanna see they're them? gonna be. They they would have went this direction and you would have went that direction but into the like galaxy, into the, into the universe, and like. You'll never run into each other again in an infinite universe. You'll just you'll just develop your own civilization spreading across the universe in its own like way, right? Maybe that happens. Maybe Do you think Osama bin Laden Maybe all the English countries like eventually leave Earth and all the Chinese and like a friend there's a French and you right, get a, but then, and you get a Germ- just and be- then you get Star Wars where it's like World War 1 it's like 
Ronald Reagan. Somebody should make a movie, which is essentially World War One and Two in space. I think they did. It's called. No, but it should literally kidding. be Germans in space versus Americans and Russians in That's space. That's actually crazy. That's really great. Like have the world map but like of countries, it, but in space, but like across like many planets but nick that's when it's going to be because then we'll just have like faster than light travel and different things and so you'll be so inst- you'll be like goku instantaneously transmitting transmitting through space so you'll be that you'll be even closer to germans you'll you actually think you're farther away but you're, because of technology Can you imagine actually space cl- nazis they're probably scarier than well, real they're, nazis they're foo fighters they already had that ufo technology that's that where they it were came from at, so <sighs> 9-11. When were we attacked? When we were attacked, 9 It all boils down to 9-11. And it all boils up from um, Benazir Buto. No, not really. But, um, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know how um, you deal with this. That was my Trump. I I feel like... You get, I have to talk about... I feel like that's the recurring thing. Uh, Trump. Oh, it is. Which is okay. It it's is. Okay. 20, uh, January 20th. Well, it's going to be crazy. 120. Can you believe Smoke it? Smoke if you got do you, still, do you still wake up and pinch yourself asking like, wow. Is this real? We're living in some crazy movie. Is this real life? They're going to make like, Trump's going to literally be in history books forever. Forever. <laughs> he's going to be like talked about in the same like textbooks as like George Washington and like all the presidents. <sighs> yeah, that's crazy. Which is so crazy to think about. Just like ten, Think about it like Nixon. two years ago or five years ago, Donald Trump who... Was like a some billionaire guy who like was the leader on the Apprentice. <laughs> I know, it's so weird. Like he, I, I before that he was in Macaulay, he was in Home Alone. Kind of, he was kind of like a character. You know, he he had like he was in popular culture before like now. Like, well, he was like Hulk Hogan. He was considered like a freak. Like he was always like Hulk Hogan or like uh, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, or, like. Um, Anybody, he's just like a character, like a Kanye. He was on that same. That's why they're Kanye, like, and him and Kanye what? are meeting now, which I I love. I love. I love it. I just I think it's great. I think Man, it's great. Kanye's been my idol for so it's long, great. and he's been so hated on. I have this automatic urge to like go against kind of like if I see kind of like this narrative forming, I I automatically like. I've always kind of, even to a fault, where like I'll like just you know kind of see the other side, even if it's crazy. But I don't think this side's the and I think uh, I'm down with Kanye West and I'm down with Donald Trump right now. Let's see. I'm how not. They do. I'm not 100 though, and I'm willing to change if uh, I see anything, anything uh, too crazy. I'm gonna yeah. give him a chance. I've said this point. I'm gonna give him a chance to disappoint me, just like I ultimately was disappointed by Barack Obama. Yeah. Well, I hey, mean, he's, what, I President like the guy. I think he's a likable. He's likable. <sighs> they always disappoint you because they always do something wrong because they can't make perfect decisions. There's all these motions already set into place and these leaders just pop yeah. up and have these policies that are supposed to fix everything overnight. But policies don't – you don't just – first of all – Maybe pol- I'm just naive and I'm going to fucking become like some Dick Cheney neocon one day when I'm an old man. I don't see it though. I don't see that happening. No, I you're, feel not like- that, you're not that freak. No. Donald – yeah, those, guys, those neocons, man. Yeah, it's bad. And, and neoliberals. And you look at those old videos of them in uh, Congress speaking. You see Hillary Clinton. And crowd clapping. That stern elitist face. Yep. That hawkish elitist face. Yep. But get ready. Next big thing, Canada. Kevin O'Leary. Get ready. Bam, bam, bam. I don't know what his theme song would be. But he, I know he's like a... 
I know he's yeah he's like definitely Trump, the Canadian like version Trump, of Trump. Also a reality TV show uh, guy. Oh who's on man, Shark Tank. it's gonna be so weird. Started out on Dragons Den, made Whoa. Dragons Den uh, some Canadian content that actually became true. incredibly popular Very and true. spun off into Shark Tank. True. I didn't watch which, a lot of them, but I know they're, they're you got to give you got to give Kevin Lunary props. He went down to America. He got accept. You know they they brought this Canadian businessman onto a panel with like Mark Cuban and like a, just a bunch of. American business, like, yeah. Did Americans have any idea who Kevin O'Leary was before that? But they, I'm not sure. But like, I didn't have any idea who he was. (laughs) He's funny though. I don't know. I and he's a straight shooter, and like he'll he goes on BNN sometimes, and he'll just like school these people. Like, yeah, he's definitely one of those dudes. And he's He's a straight shooter. He's not dumb. You want to take a break? Grab beer quick. Yeah. Break time. Hey, DCast listeners, this is Trevor Twining from Niagara Podcasters Network. If you want other local Made in Niagara podcasts, then head over to Niagara Podcasters Network. Our hosts are sharing stories and podcasts that are made for Niagara and by Niagara. Hope to see you there. You can find us at niagarapodcasters.org. Yeah, well, what amazes me so much about modern day society, myself included, is that we participate in these traditions around certain times of the year for various reasons based on our religious background or whatnot. And we don't really think at all very deeply about, first of all, the aesthetics of what we're doing and the history of it and why we're doing it. Like, why do we take evergreen trees into our homes as modern day westernized christian people tend to do around the winter solstice on this december 25th date and and contribute attribute that to to jesus's uh, uh birth and the, the the three wise men there's a connection to orion's belt there as well is that correct yeah so this is actually a really interesting um example but so let's talk about first you said you know in this modern time we still participate in these certain rituals or traditions at certain points on the year or at certain you know certain times we actually line our lives up here even in the modern world uh, with the motions of the earth going around the sun or the motions certain points on the calendar we celebrate a birthday right but that's our birthday what what is that well that's the day that the earth gets back to the same place where it was on the day that you were born. So actually all the shadows and the the quality of the light is going to be the same. You know, we all notice, hey, it's starting to feel like fall. Oh, the shadows are even different or the quality of the light is even different. That's because the sun's coming in to your place on earth in a different angle Mm -hmm. based on where we are on our, our motions. So... Uh, we're actually lining our our own lives up with the motions of the whole, you know, the whole universe when we do these things. We're, we're lining ourselves up with the cycles that go beyond. We're, we're aligning our cycles. Hey, I celebrate my birthday. <laughs> I gather for Christmas mm-hmm. at this time of year. I do Halloween at this time of year. We're lining our own calendars our own schedules up with the schedule of what's going on in the heavens and that relates back to we were talking about earlier the idea that the invisible realm is the real world that's behind this one or it's the source code it's the seed world it's the world of 
the gods. The programmer, the, as simulation yeah, theory people would say. Yeah, yeah. that's right. It's the, it's the source. Okay, yeah. so we're lining ourselves up. What's, what's going on, I believe, is we're acknowledging that the material world here below in some sense comes from and depends upon and, is, and should be in harmony with the invisible world, which we can't see. And so we're acknowledging, hey, we have to, what we do down here has to take its uh, cue from or take its lead from what's going on out there or up there. So the, um, the Christmas tree that you talked about, I believe, is actually a really important symbol that we find throughout myth around the world. And actually, there's an older tradition that's called the Yule log, oh, where they would drag in the, you know, so there's the dragging in of this horizontal log and throwing it in the fire. And then there's the erecting of the Christmas tree and bedecking it with little points of light, you know, little, I think they used to use little candles. After a while, we got electricity and decided it's much safer to put electric lights, little electric lights on the tree. But we're, there's, uh, there's a component of fire there. There's a component of wood there. And there's this horizontal um, aspect to the tradition, the Yule log. You know, they would drag like the, the biggest tree they could find into the house, like for the Yule log. You can see some of these pictures like from the 1800s yeah. on old Christmas cards of like eight, you know, eight burly guys trying to pull this giant log into the house. Right. And then um, and then erecting it into a vertical position is actually uh, an incredibly powerful um theme that runs through yeah it's a symbol and a theme that runs through all these myths around the world of um of the 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 tree that gets chopped down and then the the tree that gets uh put back up like even if you go back to the ancient sumer and mesopotamia the gilgamesh and his companion twin enkidu um you have to go on this big, the, the most famous or well-known uh, and actually the most most copied out because these scribes were actually practicing. They loved to copy this one story in particular was the story of Gilgamesh and Enkidu going to the cedar forest to chop down the tallest tree in the forest. So they went to, to chop down this tree and it's actually guarded by you know, this being of incredible power and kind of terrifying appearance. And he's often kind of thought of as an ogre or a demon or something. But actually, he's he's not necessarily a malevolent figure because he's trying to protect the tree. He's been put there to protect the forest. Mm. And he actually kind of complains to Gilgamesh saying, why do you want to chop down this tree? And why are you attacking me? I'm just doing my job. The gods actually put me here. Why are you chopping this tree down? And he's actually, uh, you know, he feels his rights are being violated and probably... Uh, you know, he, he, he's, he's expressing moral indignation at being attacked by these guys, but they do chop down the tree. And it's the same pattern over and over. We find it in ancient Egypt of Osiris is killed by his treacherous brother, and then he's uh, encased in a wooden coffin or sarcophagus, and then a tree actually grows up around the sarcophagus, and then the tree gets used as the pillar of this palace in Byblos, uh, which is up in like Lebanon, in, in the in the myth, it's the king of Byblos uh, uses this great pillar 
to uh, build his palace. And then Isis is looking around for Osiris. Where'd he go? She's searching all over the world. She finally tracks him down inside this pillar, and then the pillar is handed off to her again. So, uh, and then she gets Osiris back. So, and brings him back to life. So there's this whole uh, symbology of the winter solstice. It actually opens up, you know, a, a huge theme throughout all myth, but it ties in, I believe, to each and every single one of us. And that's why we celebrate it and, and, and pattern our lives after it and, and, and schedule our calendars around Christmas because yeah. it's actually, it's actually a picture. It, it operates on all these different levels, but on one level, what it's, what it's picturing, I believe, I'll just, I'll just make a long story short by saying, I believe it depicts the myths are talking about us coming down into this realm and saying, look, you're in this realm. You think you're only material, but actually you've got a spiritual component. And if you think a little bit about it, you'll notice that that's true in your life. You have these encounters or certain experiences that uh, you can probably relate to and say, oh, yeah, I guess that might be true. But when you're cast down into this world, it's like the tree being chopped down. You have a horizontal component, which is your animal nature, right? We all have a human body that's animal, right? It does. We we got animal uh uh, emotions and we, yeah. if we get angry enough we'll start to act like a vicious animal or something so we have this animal nature we can't get away from it an animal goes around most animals on all fours horizontally that's our animal nature is the the this this column this log when it's chopped down but we also want to uh have a point where we start to realize, hey, you've got a spiritual nature and start to lift that part back up and maybe get it, get control of your animal nature, you know, get them in harmony with your spirit nature so that, hey, all that strength that you have, that's great, but let's bring it into harmony with what it's supposed to be used for to like maybe protect people instead of hurt them or um, let's elevate the spiritual part. That's the, the, the tree being raised back up. Why do we do that at the winter solstice? Because that's when the sun starts to move back up, right? The sun is sinking lower and lower towards the southern horizon if you're in the northern hemisphere, as it is right now. Uh, here in the northern hemisphere, the days are getting shorter and shorter. The nights are getting longer, you know, yeah. longer where you are because you're farther north than I am. You're like at 40, what, three degrees north latitude. I'm at 35. But um, the days are getting shorter. The nights are getting longer. But it and that represents sinking further and further down into the material realm. Actually, um, we could talk about it. Just why makes so much sense. True. Yeah, well, and it, but it, but it turns around at some point, right? It doesn't get the days don't get shorter and shorter forever. Because yeah. if they did, if they did, we wouldn't be able to grow any crops and we'd all die. But there's a turning point. There's a point where the descent into the lower realm uh, turns. You have this second birth in your life where you start to realize, oh, I have a spiritual component and I uh, I want to start to get in touch with that. It's like, you know, uh, when Luke gets told by Obi-Wan Kenobi, hey, there's a force. You know, let's start to get <laughs> let's start to get you to learn how to use it. Let's get you in tune with it. Yeah. And, and Han Solo says, oh, that's a bunch of hooey. I don't believe that stuff. And then later he acknowledges it, too. So there's a point in our life where we start to get in touch with the spirit. And that is represented by the tree being 
stood back up. Remember that Osiris, you know, was chopped down and then he was encased in a tree and then he was built into a, a pole, uh, into a pillar. And then, uh, and then Isis brings him back to life. And so that's what we're representing, I believe, with the Christmas tree. Uh, it's the turning point. And then the sun on its path starts to go back higher and higher in the sky and eventually it will cross the equinox line and we'll have days will start to get longer than nights so all those things have spiritual meanings they were used by these ancient myths this ancient wisdom uses all these beautiful cycles to tell us something about our own life and and uh and actually our own relation to the universe and not just the visible universe but the invisible universe and that's what i think is going on and 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 your original point was, hey, we don't even seem to know what we're doing. Well, at least we're still patterning, you know. Yes. At, at some level, maybe some of the message is coming through. Yeah. But I do, I do believe that we're probably like Luke. You know, we're supposed to like get more and more in touch with the Force. Like it's not, it's not good to just be like Han Solo and say, well, it doesn't exist, uh, because it's an important part. It's part of what we're down here supposed to be doing. So. It, it would be good to know more about it. Appeal to emotion. You know, that's a that's a loaded question. That's a, this is a slope. Listen, Derek, this is a false cause. Okay, this is a gambler's fallacy. <laughs> Classic Texas sharpshooter. But there's lots more than that, actually. There's like add Hitlerum as one when you reduce everything to compare things to Hitler. It's actually a logical fallacy. Like, well, there's oh, there's actually uh, so what's there's a law like a name. For that, like the in an argument, the, the first law. the first person to bring up Hitler in an argument automatically loses that argument. <laughs> if you bring up, and it's 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 uh, that's funny. It's or you can even make it a bit wider net and say if you bring up Nazis or Hitler, Nazism, right, or Hitler, you lose. We Saddam or Saddam. Because people love was, people love to go to Hitler. George Bush Senior called Saddam Hitler. Oh, people people. Man, this is a new Hitler. Got to be very careful with your Hitlers. Yeah. Because the second you throw throw out a Hitler, like especially if you're like debating somebody or like you're, it's your opponent. Like, there's no room. Oh well, that's like what Hitler said. Then, you sound like. Because then, like, what do you? What if you want to work with that person going like forward? You called him Hitler. It's like really you're working mean. with Hitler now. Oh, now you're working with Hitler. Now you're oh, now I you're see. working with somebody who you feel mm-hmm. is is Hitler. But uh, what about in 2004, so sir, when you said he was Hitler? Yep. you got to be very careful with your Hitlers. That's an ad Hitlerium. Yes. Um, speaking of Hitler, but not at all, have you seen, do you listen to uh, Peter, what's that, what's that uh, skeptoid, skeptic guy who was on Joe Rogan, like, accused him of um, being a celebrity that purports uh, pseudoscience? Peter Peter Dunn or something like that. I'm not sure. Anyway, he has a Skeptoid podcast. It's really good. It's I like, so it's like 15-minute episodes, and he just breaks down different conspiracies and, like, why they're bullshit. But he goes and he'll, he'll do, like, a homing pigeons one. Shill. No, he's not a shill. Derek, he's, not a a paid, shill. he's a paid shill. I, people think it's a pyramid scheme, but it's not. Um, yeah... I have like an Watch automatic distrust of debunking. When well, I hear the not, word debunked, okay. I have to like, I'm no, very skeptical. let's get into it. Let's get into I'm it. I'm very skeptical. First of all, that's a bandwagon argument and it's a loaded question and followed by an ad hominem. 
Derek, you're... you're no true Scotsman, Nick. You're no true Scotsman. The fallacy fault. Okay. Um, because you have to take the debunk with as much of the... At least the same seriousness that you take conspiracy. Yeah, but what if you do? Because a lot of people, if they'll go to the, the first debunking they, they see, they're like, oh, it's debunked. You know, right, but shuts, that's the it shuts same, down debate. But that's the exact same way of debate, thinking of the other debate. side of things. Yeah, that's exa- but that's, that's the... So if I'm you just believe saying, everything you read, yeah. Just saying, don't... Maybe everything on Snopes isn't, you know... Well, no, 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 not Snopes. I want like, the Snopes on Snopes. And I've said it before. I, I want to see the Snopes on Snopes. In fact, I'm going to make <laughs> SnopesOnSnopes.com. Derek, I shouldn't have said... Book it. Derek, you got I'll, I'll cut that Snopes part out. Snopes on Snopes. I'll bleep that part out. I'll leave it in. Fuck it. And if you fucking make that website... I'm getting real raw right here. I'm sorry, I'm swearing, Derek. I don't... I don't know if you're not swearing on your podcast, but if you fucking take my website, I'll fucking cut your head off. Okay? Yeah. That's cool. A little extreme there. Walk, <laughs> sorry, I'm just going to walk her back right now. Walk back. Snopesonsnopes.com. There. Or what if I make Snopes on Snopes on Snopes on Snopes on Snopes on Snopes we, Well, we because sh- Google has G-O-O-G-L-E, and they also have G-O-O-O. That's L- smart because you know e. people are gonna mistype and it. You know, and you know what? That's what I'm saying. That's why we gotta fucking fight. We gotta. We got. What's next to F on the keyboard? Well, we you gotta got make your like G and your T, and then you got your R. Your we gotta T, make and like your C and your V. We gotta make the website gacebook <laughs> or dacebook. Yeah, people already do that. Or racebook. Well, Nick, there's a new racebook. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> it's probably already a thing. <laughs> this is a new dot com bubble, Nick. Or Facebook. Or Kate, or let's type in racebook.com. Uh, yeah. Or Gacebook. Or or Lou. What? Or Hoogle. <laughs> or Fugle. <laughs> now that's something. That or you, that's Boogle. Not funny. No, it's funny. Toogle. No, those are not funny things. Mm-hmm. Look at this. Racebook. Somebody did it. Horse racing. Casino poker and sports. You're credit. telling me whoever <laughs> fucking made this website didn't have the exact same fucking idea we just had. See? See, Derek? This is it. This is it, Derek. We can retire. We'll make we'll make Fugle.com. <laughs> we'll fucking retire, Derek. We tried we'll to ride this shit to sunset, yeah, Me Derek. and you tried to get into the dot com the new dot yeah, com bubbles uh, recently. A- not yeah. so recently, but we tried to make uh, Stop Harper twenty Stop Harper twenty fifteen dot ca dot ca. That's what it was. Which you gotta admit, it flows off the tongue pretty nice. Stop Harper twenty fifteen dot ca. It's pretty nice. Let's check it out. It's probably owned by like some freak now. I actually have an idea for a website, but I'm not gonna say it because it's actually. You've already said all your invention no, ideas. I'm not here. saying it on the podcast, Derek. But I got an idea. I got some. I got something bubbling. I got some. You oh look, it's not real. Check it's out fu- check out fugle dot com. All right, f o o g l e dot com. Fugle. See fugle coming, coming soon. soon. Look at look at this. Check out fugle. Wait wait um. Oh. Fugle. Coming soon. Do you remember this website though? Oh yeah, Zombiecom. Zombo. It's just Zombo dot. Oh no, Derek. Oh my god. <laughs> Scared? I'm scared, Derek. Derek, check out Hoogle. I'm telling you, Hugo, Hoogle. H O O G L E. Hoogle, see, somebody got it. Sustainable. Yeah, obviously, Nick. Obviously, they already got it. All right. Well, I guess the I guess we missed the boat. Um, you know, a website I all know is Bill 
Cosby in jail dot com. <laughs> I actually own this website, and it just says no. Check it out, folks. Check it out. Sign the guest book. Derek, you just followed it. They're, they don't know that. They don't know he's not in jail, Derek. Wait, is he? I should probably update the site. I'm not you sure. should actually probably check this. Check this every once in a while, and like actually, we should actually click have more information on it. You should check it at least bi-monthly, if not monthly. Yeah. Should I have like a chat room, <laughs> like an old school Angel Fire website with like a chat room and a guest? That was Doctor Bubble. That was like like that was. I'll one do that. Place. I'll make like an Angel Fire era website with just HTML. That'll be sick. There's a documentary. I'm gonna send you. I sent you a link for it a long time ago. I don't know if you watched it, but it's it, it, it'll inform you a lot about the doc. It's really cool. Okay. It's, it's it's about a, and you know what? I'll talk about it a little bit right now, and maybe maybe you could put it in your link. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It was about. It was in like the year 1999. Yep. It was about a dot com. Uh, it was a, some guy basically became a, like a. I don't know if he was a billionaire, but he he was very. He had like a hundred hundreds of millions of dollars from like. He was making websites. I think he had things like Neptune.com. Just like big words. And it was like a, it was like, yeah, kind of like just a website with a chat, a chat box. Yeah, like, whatever. Doesn't have, yeah. And like, it was. he just owned them. He sat he, on them. And he, he basically was really kind of crazy with his money. And he had this idea that everything online in your life is going to be broadcast one day. And you're going to have basically, he kind of, it was kind of like the, the, the um, social media, but before anyone knew what social media, like fifteen meant, years yeah. years before anyone fucking ever said the word social media, right? And this was he he basically he had this experiment where he brought in like a hundred people to like this building and he gave them all pods that were filmed twenty four seven to the <laughs> oh, internet. Yeah, you did something like that, yeah. And basically, all and it was a for like month. They all lived in these pods. They all slept in these pods for like that were filmed and you could you could go on the website and like type in what pod you want to switch the camera to and you could check out that pod or you could go to like the living room or like and everybody lived in yeah and everybody lived in this like apartment this sealed off from the outside world like he didn't let anyone in or out Mm -hmm. and he he provided everybody with food and like everybody came in and got rid of their got they didn't bring their own clothes in they were given like like a a uniform like where they all wore the same shit and like it was it, it was like this whole fucking society and uh yeah and then this guy and then after that he he met a girl and he started broadcasting their entire life onto the internet and that was one of his big things and you you saw like them go through this thing where like they were really like in love and then like they started fighting and then like there were <laughs> Right. They each had their own teams on, like, of followers who were, like, supporting one, like, a bunch of fo- people that were watching were supporting the dude, and a bunch of people who were watching were supporting the chick, and they would, like, talk to their followers and, like, shit on each other with, you know, like, talk shit. And then eventually they broke up, and and then the dot-com bubble pat, and he literally gets a phone call from his, from his like, professional investor guy, and he's like, all right, uh, so I'm... I owe five. I'm negative like five hundred thousand dollars. Okay, and uh, and then he just has to kick everybody out. Like, oh and God. like they let it. Um, they the police let this happen, and then on January first, two thousand and one. So literally the first day of the millennium, they fucking booted down the doors and came into this fucking like, this like, uh, fucking uh, experiment. This that, compound. Yeah, they came in and he kicked everybody out on January first. I was like, it was they 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 the the experiment went into the millennium. So okay. they. 
Yeah, it started in like before the millennium, and it went to and like January first, the police fucking booted down the door, and he, he kicked everyone out. Like yeah, he was, that's really he weird. was really rude about it too. Like there was like people who were straggling behind, and he just like grabbed them and like <laughs> threw them out, like get the fuck out. Like, and like they're like, oh, I've been here for like six months, and I don't have anywhere to go, and I don't have any clothes on. What are they just? What are they just who are they that just joined the experiment? You had to sign, you had to sign up and it's, fill out a form, and you were like they went through like a process of selecting people who were kind of like eccentric and like, you know, they had a they but they they would have like they had like quotas. They had like some old people, some young people, some middle aged people, some. Like maybe a few, just kind of like right. regular people, like. But what was the goal of the experiment? Um, it's basically it, it that everything you do in life is going to be broadcast. Oh, it's just kind of. It was showing, kind of like. Yeah, that? kind of like, and everybody's going to be a character, on a virtual character online eventually, which. I mean, that's what social media is right. Everybody's constantly tending to their fucking social media, right? It definitely and like, is. And like that's, it's crazy, and it was it's kind of the fifteen. It's a very interesting documentary. I'll send you the link again. I'm telling you, it's worth watching. It was, it, it I, I forget what it's called, but the link the link will probably be in link the link will be below because I'm gonna press this there. I'm sending you the link. Okay, okay, I will. I will add it. It's like um, tending to your flock of social media things is like tending. It's like Farmville. It's like you're playing Farmville with your life, with your personality. It's a slippery slope, Derek. It's a slippery slope because you become two people and eventually you could become a robot. You could download that consciousness into another robot and then you'd be, you'd have an AI self of you that's your social it's media basically self. Just then your real self would die. It's basically just appealing to our nature, though. Man. Keep going with these. Uh... It is. What, Nick, what if they actually, your social media account becomes your real consciousness well, somehow because it becomes conscious to, and well, then your real self dies and your digital self just that's right it doesn't you don't even choose to be your digital self because somehow it comes immortality through some sort of virtual avatar <sighs> people right? i don't think people grasp the real concept of that people just hear it and they think it's transcendence crazy. transcendence yeah, in a literal sense people think it's an idea or like it's like it's like, like science fiction thing this fucking you're gonna. State. This body's gonna die. So I don't think people need to get away from thinking from the of the, if you take born, your consciousness and you put it in a robot. It's more like your your consciousness is gonna die, and your robot self is gonna emerge from some nothingness yep. and stay forever. We're we're, uh, we're living in a very interesting time, Derek, and I feel like Lovers we're very, we're, we're very lucky to uh, be in this opportunity because yeah, I like the advantage point, and I like to think of like man. What if you could live forever? Is that like a basic human kind of want? You'd have different careers. That's, that's like everyone wants to live forever, you, right? Well, no. That's not true. Like before you're you're born and you don't know about death. and is, I think it would be natural to want to live forever. I want to live forever. I think that's some sort of really abstract goal. I know. I, I think like, I do too, but some people don't want to. Yeah, there's a lot of people who you ask, would you like to live forever? They get, they and, get, no, and they will they say, get, absolutely weird. not. Right. Like, and then there's people who say, of course, yeah. Depends on your quality of life. I'm, I'm in the of course, yeah camp because... But you want to live forever as a ninety-year-old man? Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's how old do you get? Do you get in five hundred? I don't know. You maybe at, do you actually get really maybe old? at some stem point cells. we figure out how to stop the aging process. Stem cells, people, and you just kind of stop at some point, and then uh, like thirty, get to thirty, and you yeah, just kind of stop. Yeah, well, that's the, yeah, that's the better idea. Get right. to a comfortable whatever age you want to be. Did you know there's stop. there's a certain kind of lobster that does it unless killed 
by like some. Yeah, you have to like cut them in half. It, they can die from radiation too. Yeah, though, they don't. They animals, don't like die of old age. They don't. They, they'll just because st- they have stem cells and, and like, they regenerate. Sea turtles that live for like yeah. fucking three. There's like, a, there's like a turtle that died recently that was born like before like America was a country. Right, right. Turtles it's are older old than America. It's older than America. Yeah, turtles. Tor- tor- it like it like old lived fun. in like it got passed down like by generations mm-hmm. of like Japanese. It was like George Washington's pet. Yeah, like. There are fucking turtles in there. Oh so yeah, they, yeah, check if yourself. Only they could talk. Check yourself before you fucking don't regenerate yourself with yeah. stem cells. Yeah. So uh, I mean, there. Yeah, live for. I mean, do you have to live forever as old man? That's the question. I mean, but what if know. you live forever as technology? What if you? Kinda, what if you live I, forever as ones? And I zeros? enjoy like watching the world, so maybe that's why I think I could. Yeah. Live forever. You enjoy the ride, though. You're you're like, type of guy that likes. Kind of like, like the, the idea ride. of like being the drifter, just drifting from the town drifter to, from fifty five. The drifter underscore. From yep. Underscore the underscore drifter underscore <laughs> fifty five underscore. For those who don't know, I once made a secret Neopet account called underscore the underscore drifter underscore and nobody knew who it and was and nobody knew who it was and I made like a thousand dollars on Mirka Chase and I gave it all to the guild and people were like who's this who is this who's generous this mysterious, c- contributor this, hobo in this the dust in the wind this mysterious generous drifter <laughs> she just dumps coin and I remember the guild bank Taylor was all like wow well, the, dr- <laughs> the drifter just bought, like, all our goods from our store. If that happened nowadays, we'd all be like, it's, some, it's one of us, right? Like, we'd know. <laughs> but back then, you didn't know. And when I was in elementary school, I made an email that was fake, and I, like, added people from my class and, like, fucked with them. And some people got really upset with me. Like, they were like, just the wild, wild I'm calling my dad! It was a wild, wild dust, Derek, and I don't even think we realized how wild it was. No, no, right? we were. This is the thing, we don't man. Even know, we didn't even know how wild, wild, the wild west was. Can that be overstated anymore? People don't understand. The, the wild, wild, wild west. When www.west.com. When would you say that? Like, www.west.com. When would you say that the WW West really entered no, the, the public psyche? The WW psyche. Um, like, well, two th- like, when, like, when did the mainstream as, start to adopt? When Twitter term, was on CNN? As soon as the term dark web was a thing. But nobody even still knows what that means. I mean, yeah, like, the people, mainstream adults. It is, people like, know. And there's, like, like, you hear people talking about Tor. And shit like you know, yeah, but some, I know only nothing. Nerves know about I literally that. know nothing about it except it's a thing, and apparently it's like encrypted and it's un- it's a way of browsing that you like, can't be tracked. You can go in there and get a hitman or like well, buy heroin yeah. or yeah, essentially, like, uh, you can get a hitman on regular internet, but you just get caught. That's yeah. all. Yep. Mm. On that note, I want to shut it down. Aliens. Hey. So, thanks for coming to the podcast, Drew. Hey, no problem. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, so, it's uh, Drew's first time on the podcast. Drew yep. is a maintenance man, yep. right? Uh-huh. For a hotel. Yes, I'm not going to say which hotel yeah, because it might yeah. be a little bit incredible. Yeah, we're not going to do that. All right. Um, Are you doing the podcast now? Yeah. I'm, I'm a way better fucking host than you. He's doing so, so, so far. He's pretty much better than Derek. Uh, <laughs> okay, go. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. No, this now you guys better. are listening. Um, so yeah, like I, no, I can't do this now. <laughs> yeah, no, cause, well, no, because you guys, if you, if you didn't No, we were anything, going, yeah, we were in a zone. Okay, no, go, I was gonna, let him go. We were in a zone. I wanna hear what's gonna be. I can't, can't do it anymore, sorry. Um. Too tired. Yeah, so Drew's a maintenance guy at a hotel. Yeah. Uh, he's not gonna say which one. Nope. Uh, Instagram, Instagram games on point. No. With, with all his, 
Ah, uh, well, you know what? Like my Instagram game is not so on point. Yeah, yeah right. And that's nice Instagram. Nice Insta Drew. Insta Drew. Is there a, is there an underscore? Yeah, under? two two underscores there actually. So his Instagram's a lot of sunsets. A lot of sunset. Yeah, a couple sunsets. A lot that. of selfies. Yeah, a couple selfies. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of a lot of work. Uh, work related. Like, work related. So Tasks. unloading a lot of trucks, a lot of patio <laughs> furniture, patio. a lot of OCD with the with the work. With the work tools. Mm-hmm. Pretty Yo, cool. Yo, you pretty much explained my entire... <laughs> yeah, no, it's, man, it's pretty good. You should change your name to Sky Drew. Sky Drew. Sky Drew. A lot of people are saying maybe Grey Drew. Or Grey Drew, too, because that's what you wear. I ain't a crip. I'm just a blue and gray show off. That's that's fabulous. So I don't know from what song, but that's a, you know, that's a fabulous that, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this a bad thing, though, that like my obsession with gray? No. Or is it like... No, because... No. Is it okay? Why do you guys have Q-tips? I don't know. <laughs> you don't want the answer to that. And they're dirty too. And they're no, they're dirty. Oh uh, right, right. No, but honestly, no, a lot of people are them. calling me like. No, um, you can be you can be okay with one color. With me, if I could wear one color and one color only, I think it would be either navy blue or olive green, like an army like an army green or something like that. I like both of those. Yeah, they're classy. Colors. Gray, I like gray too, like a heathered gray. Yeah. You know what? Like a tweed is a real classy look. Yeah. You know and you saying? can't go wrong with just wearing one color. You're yeah. all grayed out right now. You got a little bit of blue on the sweater. Yeah. But right now it looks blue. Well, it's the black light. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> no, but honestly, I've been catching a little flack. A lot of people are starting to hate on me about that. Yeah, your friends are assholes. Your friends are assholes. Yeah, I don't really even have friends anymore. Me neither, man. I have friends. Want me to tell you about my friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking over. This is the, this is the freak cast. Oh yeah, should I be? Yeah, I think so. It's the freak. It's the freak cast. Okay, welcome to the D-Cast Christmas holiday special. Okay, hey, how's it going there, everybody? You want to see what we got here going on today? Okay. I don't have anything to say anymore. I don't remember what we're talking about. What's the conversation about? Uh, we are. Me and Drew were talking about how his. Yeah, how his friends give him shit for just wearing one color all the time, which is gray. It's not even a color, first of all. Let's be specific. It's more of a shade. More of a shade. Still. Um, I don't know. I think it's cool. It's like a thing. Yeah, it's become a thing. Do you own any other colored clothes, though? Because I, yeah. I can't. I yeah. can't smoke that. Tons of different I, uh, colors. I gotta like what? I got to get piss like, tested. Tons of shit. Piss tested when? Really? I don't know. Um, it's going to be random for a job. <laughs> They're just... They're just gonna be like, they're just gonna be like, hey, we're gonna piss test you. I think. Even just being in the vicinity of it though is not bad. Right, but it's right. Well, I think it's it's like I don't know. I could smoke. I just don't want to because I haven't for so long. That's but, uh, that's fair. That's fair. No, I still need the coils. If you're listening, Grenco Science sponsor of the show. Yeah, hook the boy up. Hook the boy up with some. Uh, yeah, I did, but they just the fucking shatter just destroys the coils. So. Well, Derek, I I asked. Uh, Drew said he'd wear gray all the time. I said I'd wear wear navy blue or like. A That's gonna be your new color. No, that's already taken. No, by I do I do a lot of gray too. But I said if I. If you had to wear one. Right, I was. But if you had to wear one color for the rest of your life, not for the rest of your life, but like the majority of your outfits, what would it be? Like monochromatic. Can it be? Um, can so be any fucking thing. Like, can be turquoise. Mauve. Is that mauve? Teal? It could be. It could be turquoise or orange. Turquoise. Turquoise. 
or orange. I like both of those. Or you guys are giving me lots of ideas, actually. Uh, what about burgundy? That's stupid. No, burgundy is in right now. What's a weird color? Beige. What about beige? Beige drew. Yeah. Taylor, I Taylor, I feel like you have five five items of clothing in your closet. And you just rewear them with different like a different shirt with different pants. So it looks like a new Right. He's very simple. He's very efficient. The doc is very simple. You guys might know the doc from uh earlier podcasts of some scientific Such as uh, science Hydralis one or Hydralis Returns. Right. And he and he and he's so properly uh, he right. he presents himself so properly, but he's really a freak. Uh, no, he's I hope, pretty proper. No, he's pretty freak. <laughs> he's not that freak. <laughs> no, are you? No, okay, he, so let's he'll argue. never he'll never he'll never ever lose the Taylor Avenue freak in him. Well, Drinking every, OV, every smashing Avenue's, cans over yeah. his head. Well, every Taylor Avenue kid has being some a bad level boy. Of boy. Yeah. Scooter scooter races. <laughs> you you may you might be able to escape Taylor Ave, but Taylor Ave will never escape you. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get to take the Taylor Especially, out of the Taylor. Yeah. But your dad was the mayor of the street. My dad was the mail the mailer, the mayor of Taylor Avenue. Did he ever beat anyone up or just, just uh, he watch? probably did, probably. Uh Cody Charlton's dad he almost beat up. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. Him and him my uncle Rodney almost beat up Cody Charlton's dad. I was scared. Why did he um uh, why did he do that? No, I don't want that. I don't know. It was like, I don't know. They got, it was like, uh, we were playing or something at that like little Taylor Avenue Park, York Street, whatever that. Right. And we were, yeah, yeah. We were, we were playing, we were playing there and, uh, I think Cody Charlton. The Triangle Park. Yeah. Or Cody Charlton's brother or something like hit my brother and we went back. Yeah. We went back to my grandma's house where my, my uncle and my dad were. My uncle had a broken neck. He had a neck brace on. I remember he took the neck brace off to go fight. Probably on a lot of cocaine. My Uncle Rodney. Damn. A lot of cocaine. Damn. Dale McClendon on the Freak Cast. This is the Freak Cast with your host, Jake, taking over for Derek. Snake your girl. Eat the butt, too. Ooh. So, Taylor. No, I said I eat the butt, too. <laughs> Everybody knows. I thought you were doing like an intro song to Taylor's part of the podcast. Like, <laughs> no, we were just hissing at each other. So, Taylor, uh, yeah, well, I'm going to get to that. I do like a little introduction. Uh, I let, the, I let the, the, the listeners know about the guest. So, Taylor is a student at the University of McGill in Montreal. Yes. Third time on the on the D, sec, two times on the D cast, first time on the freak cast. <laughs> first time, <laughs> and uh, it's not going to be any scientific talk. It's going to be a whole no, lot of freak talk. Uh, Taylor, me and me and Taylor grew up together uh, across on the street t- on Taylor Avenue, yes. twenty one Taylor Avenue, twenty four Taylor Avenue for for uh, for Taylor. Uh, oh, just spilt my beer. That sucks. Uh, we have a host. Had twenty a very good host. Twenty-five Taylor Avenue, Corey Armstrong. <laughs> what about the Ingrams? Yeah. And Ingrams were probably what twenty-six. Yeah, twenty-six. We had Don beside you. Still there. Twenty-three. No, 
22. Yeah, 22. Maybe. Anyways. I don't even know. Uh, Long-time friends, me and Taylor, probably what? You're 27 now. I'm 27. So probably, since I can remember, we've been hanging out since I'm probably about like four at least. Yeah. Like 20. Longest friend I've had. Got a lot Both of ways, yeah. Got a lot of pretty funny stories, a lot of freak stories. Uh, one time Taylor got hit in the head with a goose egg baseball. Me, yeah. and, ta- me and Taylor goose used to play. Egg. Me and Taylor used to play uh, baseball together with Zach Williamson. Williams, Williams, Williamson. Was it Williams no, or Williamson? Williamson. Williamson. Yeah. yeah. Shout out uh, Do you think he'd listen to this? Yeah. I think he might if we link him. Yeah. Link him. Yeah. Zach Williamson. Uh, really good. He used to be a really good baseball player. A lot better than me. I was terrible at baseball. Uh, we all played together. I, I don't think I was great. You didn't play I remember, like as long as us. No, you no. I remember Taylor. Taylor was. We were okay. Zach Williamson was all right. Yeah, his dad coached. And his dad, him and Taylor's dad, coached us. Yeah. But uh, one time uh, we were playing catch with Corey Armstrong with a go- one of the goose egg balls. So goose egg, give me context. What's a goose egg? Jake? A goose egg ball. Okay, so you have your normal, you have your normal hard ball. Which is like normal smaller, size, right? Yeah. And and then you have a, a softball, which is like which what women we used to play call with. a goose egg. They're huge, and they were bigger. And we were probably like what, maybe nine or ten at the time. So Corey Armstrong uh, wanted wanted us to go long for a catch, and uh, he bombed the goose egg down bombed to Taylor, goose egg, yeah. and uh, went right through his glove, hit him right on the hand. <laughs> the goose egg. And he got a bullet in his ball. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing about Corey Armstrong was uh, when he hurt somebody, he would just cowardly run in the house. He would never take any responsibility no. for what he did. And everybody's so, parents knew he was a coward, yeah, though. Like, yeah, Corey yeah. Armstrong did something bad, but then runs away Man, to his I mom. One time, the guy, he, when I was like probably. I was probably like. I was probably like six years old. Well, I was, like I was probably guy. like six years old. Like I remember Corey Armstrong grabbed me by my hood of my jacket, spun me around, and threw me face first into the <laughs> concrete. And I had like I had cuts all over my forehead and my nose. And he just ran into his house. Yeah, ran into his house. Just he got coward. aggressive, but then when something bad happened, he kind of reacted. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you you were the only one to make it out of St. Gallen's <laughs> out of all our, out of all of our childhood friends. Yeah. Golf clap for Taylor. Uh, made it. Well, he did. He's the only one that made it out, out of uh, St. Catharines, right? He escaped from St. Catharines. So went on to be a went on to be a scientist. Basically, went to Brock. Went to Guelph. Guelph. Yeah. And McGill. You didn't go to London. You just lived in London. I li- yeah, I lived in London for a year when I was going to Guelph. Uh, I lived with my ex. Yeah, but why was it? Is it close? Like, were you only doing uh, no. school like a couple days a week? I was. Well, I could work mostly from home. Uh, so, like once or twice a week, I would take the train. It was actually quite far away. How far is that? Uh, it was about Maybe a couple hours. Two and a half hours one way. Uh, but I would do that back and forth in one day, so that's a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah, no. But I wouldn't uh, do it very often. Because I, I wondered when we went up there, I'd probably ask you at It the probably time. didn't make any sense, but yeah, I was trying to make it work with a, a girl I was with, and you guys met that girl. Yeah, she was a... A very nice girl. She was a hero. Yeah, real. Yeah. That's enough about her, but on to the next Didn't segment. work out. It's all good. You learn. You learn and grow. Yeah, now Taylor, you're with the real... <laughs> you're, he's with the real... She's fine as wine. This one's fine as wine. <laughs> you've you've met you, yeah you yeah met she's fine as wine yeah she's uh, a keeper 
Instagram. I'm gonna go on our Instagram and like all the pics. Like private Instagram. Oh, I'll just. Jake, I got some questions for you. No, no, People, you go to sport and go. Yeah, this is what yeah. Taylor does. Yeah, he's like, no, he's so dumb. He's like, and now you want to flip more like you bust a rhyme. Yeah. Another white person reference. Yeah, no, no. This is Taylor. It's too easy to flip yeah, it. Know, Jake is too easy. That's a question for you. Tell me those fine as well. I screamed there. I'm sorry. Darius had to yeah, turn yeah, down yeah, the ball. Yeah, really funny, um, I'm going to get banned. So yeah, I don't really even, I don't, I don't know. Show. I don't really have any questions for Taylor. I, I know I yeah, yeah I, let me close I, I I know I do, close but I we've missed so many people. Okay, well, <laughs> get on the mic. And yeah. then she wanna flip. Oh, right, thanks, Jake. Right. Freecast, 2016. Freecast, subscribe, subscribe, We got some cool people coming on. Hey, 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 you're on the podcast. I'm on the podcast. Wow, how does it feel? Feels really strange. You're in the hot seat. You're in such in the hot seat right now. I even sound different. Yeah. Yeah. You like your sound of your voice or no? Yeah, I guess so. Sounds normal. I mean, why would I not like it? A lot of people don't like the sound of their own voice. Well, maybe because it doesn't really sound like them to themselves. Yeah, it never does. Yeah. I guess I think now because doing the podcast, I'm I've identified more with the podcast voice, like me hearing myself. You have a podcast voice. No, but just me here. Really? Yeah. I have a podcast voice. Yes. Yeah. A voice I don't know. Podcast. I'm not sure what that means. Well, more Jake so says no like. No, he sounds the same. You can, you can sound the same. Yeah. I was really, really, really freaked out with how I sound. I don't like it. Well, yeah, I was gonna say I don't sound like myself, but. No, you do. That's how people sound. I know. I know, but you don't hear yourself like this. No, now I do. That's what I mean. Now I do too. It's weird. Well, I guess I don't spend a lot of time listening to my voice, but you do, right? I guess I do now. Yeah, you definitely do now. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. What does your voice sound like when you get nice and close to the mic? Sound. It just sounds so loud. loud. Nice. No, it's nice and warm though. Nice and warm. You have a sultry voice. Ooh. You have a poultry voice. <laughs> a poultry voice. A voice for chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have a glass? With army. Shit, this is really weird. I'm Isn't just going to keep saying it how weird it is. It is weird, but it's cool. Yeah. It's it's weird that, um, imagine you turned next to you and Taylor wasn't Taylor. He was like an Asian kid or something. For no reason. Well, I turn next to me and I see Adrew. An Adrew kid or an something? Adrew. I like yeah. your shirt, babe. Thanks. I no, like your no, shirt, too. No, 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 no. None of this sappy shit. <laughs> Jake's pissed yet again. All right, what do you want to know? You interview yeah. us and we'll talk. Yeah, I thought you were the host of the you, show. You interview us from the kitchen. Yeah. I kind of want to know. Don't ask anything dirty. Yes. What do we fight the most about? Let's hear what you're fighting. Uh, what do we fight about? What do we fight about? It's uh, more of a bickering than a fight. Um, you leaving the cupboards open. Uh, yeah, I leave the he cupboards open the all the time. Open. If you use a cupboard, you leave it open. <laughs> um, he leaves his shit on the floor and he gets mad when I put Excuse it in Excuse me, pile. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I can't let that. Damn. Oh, oh, wait. I think we're fighting right now. Yeah. I don't know. What do we fight about? There's been like a couple like f- quote unquote fights, but it hasn't been like uh I actually ask people this sometimes. I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, it was good. That was good. You know what? What? Yesterday I was watching TV. No, television? Yeah, television. Color television. Yo. And uh, I was watching Pawn Stars. Yeah. And uh, 
the guy who owned the guitar store. Okay. Following. I follow you. He was on fucking Pawn Stars. Oh, like the No Stairway? Yeah. Like, hey, buddy, No Stairway. Well, I don't know if it was exactly him. Wayne's World 2, I believe. I don't fucking know, man. Well, be specific. Can't, man. I didn't come prepared for this shit. So, anyways, yeah, he was trying to sell mag guitars and stuff. But, okay, yeah. so and, and did he did he let them know like, hey, I'm the guy from obviously, of course, or did they he just asking, recognize him? No, 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 no. He was asking like 45 G's for the one fucking guitar. Wait, sorry, because it was in the movie? Mm-hmm. That's really weird. It was signed by what's his name, Garth. It was Michael signed Myers. by him. That's sick. And then they had yeah, obviously had like picture fucking proof and shit. He's like, yeah, hey, what's up? All that shit. He probably just show him his ID and then show him the I- yeah. IMDb page. But no, they gave it to him because it was like a present. You know what I'm saying? For, for letting them film in the store. And cool. Blah, 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 blah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Did you know Wayne's World was directed by a chick? No. She. It was this uh, girl who used to direct like punk rock like documentaries. That's how she got her start, like out of school. And then she made, I guess, Wayne's World was supposed to be just like her, I don't know, like mainstream kind of whatever. Well, but she was into like weird punk documentaries and stuff. Yeah, Jake, Jake, Jake you're kicked out now. Jesus Christ. You're kicked out of the studio. <laughs> Jake's got a big head. That's the thing. That's why it's hard for him. First of all, he looks like Morpheus mixed with... Um, okay. He looks like Lawrence Fishburne mixed with Woody Harrelson. Look at his lips. Look at his lips. No. Look at his lips. Woody, he looks like Woody. Uh, Woody Harrelson mixed with Lawrence His Fishburne. eyeballs Woody and his Fishburne. sockets look like Fishy Lawrence Wood, Fishburne. Fishy Woodburn. No, he's got the eyes and the mouth of uh, Woody Harrelson for sure. He's got the it's eyes. because I have a gap of strain. If I didn't have a gap tooth. You got the gap tooth of Mike Tyson. You got the lips of Woody Harrelson. And you got the googly eyes of Mr. McBride. This is Mike Tyson. You're watching the Disney Channel. Mike, I heard you broke your back. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Spinal. Spinal. Was it a vertebrae? I like a mida. I said it was like a mida. I said like a mida. I just had to bury my brother. You ever heard the uh, Mike Tyson song? I uh, wrote. I wrote that autobiography. You wrote that? I read. I read that autobiography. I watched that movie. I cried. I actually cried at the Mike Tyson movie. It took me so long to read that autobiography. Was it wrong? Because every time. I would start reading. I would read it in the voice of Mike Tyson. And I only could do like. Because it was funny? No, because it was him telling the story. No, it was him telling the story. So I was always reading it in the Mike Tyson voice. So it took me a long time. I could only read it maybe like 45 minutes at a time. Yeah. Uh, do you want to uh, pause act our actual conversation and listen to the Mike Tyson? Have you heard like the guitar, like the guy singing, but it's all Mike Tyson quotes? No, you know, yeah, I do it. You've heard it? No, I haven't. Okay. Name him. Name him now. Yes, man. Kiss me. I'm a historian, and that freaks me out. I'm a nutcase, but that is what I believe. It's so good. I'm just happy I'm not a phony. Just want to kind of people and their souls. I'll eat your asshole, I'll be bitchy, fuck you, you ho. 
Can we do this? Just How about you guys want to do pop quiz? Idaho or Iowa? Corn or potatoes? Which one? Idaho potatoes. Iowa. You got it. He's got it. The man's got it. He knows his corn and potatoes. You don't like corn? What? Idaho is potatoes. Oh, right, right. Iowa is corn. All right, do another one. I, know. I didn't know that. Do another yeah, one. Do another one. one. I'll, um, I'll answer. I'll answer right. Who, name this president. Mr. Gorbachev. Reagan. He got it. Okay, name this president. Um... I'm Gerald Ford. <laughs> Here, let's do the clips beat. Pretty good. No, it's pretty good. Grinding. What is it? It's a. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard. I sell a whip, don't whip. It's hard, hard to hard. I'm the neighborhood Push. McBride. Call, Call me Chris Mick. McBride in a Netflix <laughs> special called Christmas Bride. How's it actually go from ghetto to ghetto to the backyard to yard? I sell it whipped, unwhipped. I'm off the hard. I'm the neighborhood pusher. Call me subwoofer. Cause I pump bass like that, Jack. Something dumb. I'm something dumb. I'm something dumb. When you duck, when you petty love. Sorry, my love. But you see how it goes. eyes. Chris McBride has googly eyes. With the wagon on the side. Big McBride with the wet eyes. Yeah, I get the <laughs> fuck I scram. I'm trying to show y'all who, who the, the fuck, fuck I, I am. am. Something to something McBride if you heard oh, me rap. Bad boys for life. Because it's McBride for life. I'm the definition of half man, half drugs. Ask, ask the club. No, I'm the definition of half, half man, man, half, half drugs. drugs. Ask the club. Bad boy. That's, that's what's, what's up. up. After us. Crush crew. After us. No, no games. Like we ain't laughing much. Nothing, nothing but, but big things. things. Check the Twist it. How our googly eyes ain't changed my name. <laughs> Still it. here. We rocking <laughs> with the best. Don't, Don't worry, worry if, if I, I write, cry. I write checks. Who's the boss? Dudes is lost. Don't think because I'm out. I'm a cool off. Who well, else but me? And, and if, if you can't, it's ugly. That's pretty dumb, but who cares? I wholeheartedly agree. What is with the most that. important thing to talk about right now? Who, what is Taylor. the what is the actual thing oh. you would? I want to talk more about Taylor. What about him? I'll tell you everything. You want to know? I would like to Expose. know everything about Taylor. Okay, what was Taylor me. like as a young lad? Oh, like Patty. 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 Like Patty. Who's Patty? Patty means you stay. Oh. No. Like a know. Patty. Like a Patty. Okay. Right. Picture yeah. what a picture like a picture a Patty first. Of all. And then... How do you feel about... A pic- not a patty of beef, but, like, it could be... It has some similarities to a patty of beef, but it's mostly a person who likes to stay home and do their homework, not go out and play. Well, look at him, though. Now he'll, he'll be Now he's a scientist, money. doctor. Now he's a scientist. And what are we doing? Drinking wine. She's a nurse. I'm back. <laughs> no, but seriously, what else do you want to know about Taylor? I'll tell you everything. I want to know how Taylor is in social situations. Like he is right now. He's pretty normal. Like, um, he's 
Is he is he an introvert or an extrovert or even maybe an ambivert? Ambivert. I would say amb- like both. Mixed. You're an ambivert. Yeah, he has elements what of both. Mean? It means Ambidextrous, you're a bit extrovert. You're, you're a bit introverted. You you're on a fine line. Do you identify with ambivert? You're both. You're like it's ambidextrous, right? You're you're ambidextrously. I am. But I took one of those. What's the test where you you're like ENFP or something along those lines? What's that test called? I don't know. It's which one you. you well, I was follow? actually an extrovert. It said I was six points away from being an introvert. Really? Does it have to be one or the other, or is there is everybody an ambivert? No, there's a lot of people who are extroverted and some who are introverted. I don't tire from social situations though whereas like an introvert would i think i switch like every two weeks or like every three weeks like i feel like i like going out this week or next week and then i feel like i just want to be recluse for like more introverted like recluse but like with my long-term friends i enjoy like i don't enjoy social situations with new people really like yeah i hang out with you guys that i've known my entire life yeah i don't really have friends beyond like the friends i've had since the beginning you just stick with like keep it simple keep it simple like yeah I get that. I don't know. If you have too many friends, you could, like, spread yourself out too much, and you're not not really giving, like, you're not really giving yourself to everybody, right? Let's say you have, like, a bunch of friends or something, and you just try to please them all or something. Like, you have too many. You're, you're not even building real relationships with them, maybe? Like, you're just kind of giving them your time, or they're giving... Maybe? I don't know. Do you have to... Is it better to have, like, a core group of, like, a few? Isn't that what they always say? Like, you get old, and you have, like, two friends? But Why do people always say that? I feel like I, I have know. more friends than just two. People are always like, you I know what? You'll have two friends. friends. Oh, God. You'll have two friends when you're 70, okay? I feel like I'm gaining friends. Would you say so? Yeah. Is that I'm gaining thing? friends with age. I'm not losing them. Right. I know I'm people. I think I'm stacking them more things. You're stacking them up? See, that's good. I guess people, some people like a large circle. Some people maybe just try to focus on smaller. It's weird. There's Gabu. That's cool. That's cool, too. I like when you see groups of different people connect. Like, a few of them connect, and you're like, they're creating this whirlwind of kind of social interaction, but without a certain action, like, whether it's whoever in the group connects them. You're like, oh, like that's cool. That kind of skater crew mixed with like that hip hop crew or whatever. Like, they're they're like melting cultures together or like subcultures together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's crews, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like these kind of guys have this aesthetic. Yeah, but what makes that one person who's able to just like go through the groups? What makes him? Yeah. Is that you? You're like a. Like I am a too, though. Chameleon. Sure. They call not chameleon. Sounds like a derogatory. Way saying it, chameleon. Not like, people. yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah. Someone who can um, adapt, but they're not. They don't like adapt to like high shit. They adapt to be open to whatever this one subculture is giving you. Like I'm gonna adapt to what you're like. What are you saying? You're saying this about what? About skateboarding? Like what are you? What is a truck? What is a truck? Why do you call it a truck? What the fuck? That's really weird. You see? But that's really weird. But what? What do you play? Tony Hawk is. Is it cool to play Tony Hawk if you're a skater? Obviously. Yes. Obviously. Obviously. Or, or are you? What, who would say? 
Would a real guy? What about the dogs? The Lords of Dogtown? Would they just be riding in the pools, being like, "I don't play video games. I just actually skate all day." <laughs> or, they shred the gnar for sure. They shred, bro. They shred the gnar. Fucking shred, man. Yeah. Cool, man. This podcast is over. Fuck this shit. <laughs>